Welcome to Catherine Biro's show. Today, I am extremely grateful and honored because one of my favorite people in the whole world is here with me. Barbara Vercruz is the combination of a brilliant leader with a huge heart. She leads with profound wisdom on human behavior, care for her clients, and a desire to help business owners and corporate leaders embrace a more compassionate leadership with creative, positive impact in the world. Barbara is a global kindness advocate, CEO and founder, awarded as number one top 50 global thought leaders on mental health. Welcome, Barbara. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, I'm so happy to be here with you today, Catherine. Thank you for inviting me. It's my pleasure always. Let's talk a little bit about powerful kindness. Um, What is powerful kindness for you and why is it important? Well, I think lots of people, if they hear the word kindness, most of them think about niceness, being nice. And in that way, kindness is often seen as a weakness because Mm -hmm. if you're nice, um, you know, like it's as if you say yes to everything that comes your way. For me, kindness is something very different. Niceness is more, you could say, fear-based. Mm -hmm. We are nice out of conformity because Mm -hmm. our parents said that we had to be nice to people. Mm -hmm. We sometimes are nice because out of fear for conflict. We don't speak our truth because we're, if we're, you know, like we're thinking that if we're not nice, we will have conflict. Mm -hmm. Kindness comes from a very different place. Kindness is love-based and kindness is a choice. You choose to be kind regardless of the behavior of the other person. Mm -hmm. It comes from within you. It's an expression of who you are. Mm -hmm. So it's not as you don't do it because you have to, it's not out of conformity. You don't do it because you are afraid for the reaction of the other person. No, you're very, you are very centered. Mm -hmm. And you have, um, you could say that you have already dealt with a lot of triggers of people who were unkind to you, of people who critique you, people who have commented on you. You know, it's very common. Mm-hmm. that when some somebody says something which is not nice to you mm-hmm. mostly we're upset you know like it's like a big drama <laughs> now whoa you say you hear what they say to me um and we see it all of the time on social media people put like hateful comments the mm-hmm. the person to whom it is addressed is upset so um if we learn first of all that what somebody else says is an expression of that person Mm -hmm. And it has really nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. But when you are triggered, Mm -hmm. there's something very interesting happening there. Because why are you triggered? Why does it upset you? Mm -hmm. Let's say I get a comment on social media where a person would say, well, you know, Barbara, you always happy and nice. You don't know what it is to to live a, um, a difficult life. Mm. I would not get upset. I have, <laughs> I have overcome quite some um, mm-hmm. difficulties and I wouldn't get upset. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody would say, well, your last business was a failure, then maybe I would already be a little bit more triggered. 
And why would that be? Because within me, maybe I'm still dealing with something mm -hmm. or somebody else could get triggered when they are called, um, well, you're a bad leader, or you could say somebody is called um, not beautiful, somebody who, who pays a lot of attention to the uh, physical appearance, somebody else, it could be to his achievements. Mm -hmm. So whatever is triggered mm -hmm. is something you haven't healed yet, you haven't dealt with yet. So, but when you are the path of powerful kindness is a path we walk and we observe those triggers mm -hmm. and we work around them and we move on. Mm -hmm. And then in training ourselves, mm -hmm. we can even go beyond, you could say the rudeness, the ugly comment and have compassion for that person mm. and see where it stems from. Why does somebody feel the need to be hateful to you? Mm -hmm. Only a hurt person hurts another person. Mm -hmm. When you feel, you know, like good in your skin, you're in a happy place, you are fulfilled in life, you share your love and joy. It doesn't come up, even it doesn't come up in whatever you are in your complete energy mm -hmm. to be hateful toward someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can we say that actually... Um, it is something within them which is making them maybe even unconsciously behave like that and on Absolutely. the other side we can choose if we're going to respond or react right yes yes it's mm -hmm. about it's about first becoming aware that you have the choice mm -hmm. most people react unconsciously mm -hmm. but once you can see that you can you know like take a deep breath Mm -hmm. Take a step back mm -hmm. and not go, you know, like let your impulse react, but just take a step back mm -hmm. and see what's happening really. And then you can, it's not about becoming a doormat. It's about choosing your response, but without the upset of the ego, without all the emotions like the, the ego, which is attacked. You can step back. Maybe there is some truth in what the person is saying. Mm -hmm. maybe we um we made a mistake but that's no big deal we can correct that we don't have to feel personally attacked mm -hmm. maybe we are falsely accused of something mm -hmm. but then we can just in a in you know like in a calm and gentle way speak our truth without becoming hateful or without the drama mm -hmm. it's always the ego which loves the drama, you know, like the drama around the eye person, you know, like, um, but in powerful kindness, we need a certain level of maturity, a certain level of balance mm -hmm. to walk that path. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we are not really seeing a lot of examples and we are not taught that in school. The most mm -hmm. examples we get is the opposite we see immature people you know like fighting with each other yes there is no openness mm -hmm. for the perspective of the other person and even for many people it is unthinkable mm -hmm. to you could say to have a good connection with another person we has which has a different perspective than yours mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's a sign of maturity. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm um, a right-wing person mm-hmm. and um, somebody I know is a left-wing person, mm-hmm. but appreciating a person really deeply mm-hmm. and even knowing that political views, religious views, um, views on, you could say, climate are different. Mm-hmm. That's... Um, and I think that's a part of the kindness. Then you can build bridges. Mm-hmm. If you say, well, you know, I'm, um, let's say I'm a climate, um, mm-hmm. a climate fanatic and some, someone I know is a climate uh, denier. He, he says, you know, like climate change, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. When I start to judge that person, mm-hmm. when I say, and I point, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. He will go over even more in defense. Yes. When you, you know, when you are in that powerful kindness, mm-hmm. you stay open. Mm-hmm. And you say, I can understand that that's your perspective. I can see where it comes from. Mm-hmm. I can see where you get your information come. But maybe you might consider what this and this and this, you know, like scientific study proves. So you are open. And when you, the kindness is open, it's in a non-judgmental place. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, um, that's why I'm so stressing so much on it as the future for humanity, as very necessary for humanity, mm-hmm. because we're in a stage now in humanity where it's no longer the choice between you could say violence and non-violence mm-hmm. the choice is between non-violence or non-existence mm-hmm. if we will not walk the path of kindness compassion mm-hmm. non-violence we will get destroyed we are almost destroyed right now. We destroyed the climate out of greed. We are um, having wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we really want to evolve as human beings, mm-hmm. we'll have to overcome, you could say, like the, the or lower, the part of us, the lower nature, or which is very primal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts in education. It starts in the, what we teach our children mm-hmm. um, in all layers of society. And it's something, it is hard. We all know it. It can be hard. If there is a First, little bit, if there is a little bit, just a little bit of heart openness, yes. a little bit more kindness and understanding, as you just said. I firmly believe there will be much less conflicts in the world. Absolutely. And this is why I see your work so important because people on a positional leadership, they they like decline kindness. They are ego-centered. And Mm -hmm. basically, if we just imagine if we can get to the people who are on positional leadership, we as inspirational Mm -hmm. leaders are usually heart opened, but they're not, and they're making the decision. So your work is not just, as people say, about being nice, as you mentioned. No, at the beginning. no. 
is a complete level of humanity shift of awareness of much higher consciousness which is very important i am honored to call you my mentor and that's one of the most beautiful things which ever happened in my life and i know your story but i would like my audience to know uh, what you have been through and how you came to be what you are now if you like to share a little bit please yes sure um first of all um i would like to say that since childhood i was very sensitive Mm -hmm. And I have always been called too kind. Um, people would say, you're too kind for this world. Like, Barbara, you will never be successful. You will never achieve anything because you're just too kind. Um, I even missed, um, when I was 28, a management position because psychological tests um, showed me that I was so compassionate. Mm. So I hope in the meantime, that's 25 years ago, I hope in the meantime <laughs> that, they have, that they have adapted psychological tests mm -hmm. and that you cannot miss a job because you're too compassionate. <laughs> so that, that just, um, but as, as I was growing up from childhood, you could say that more and more I got conditioned and molded into our system, our system which says you have to go, you know, like, high school, college, get a degree, marry, um, get a job, the title, and that's the key to happiness. It's not that I was unhappy. I just believed the story. No, I don't anymore. <laughs> no, I know it's a lie. Uh, it's, not, um, it, it's not outside there. Mm -hmm. But um, at the age of 32 in um, April 2003, I was diagnosed with a stage four skin cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was told that I had six more months to live. At that time, I was running my construction business since five years. Mm -hmm. I was married since five years. And um, I just um, had um, my youngest son, um, who was um, two months old, around eight weeks. Um, so we had three children in four years. I had one of three and a half, one of two and a half. And, and a newborn. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine at 32, when you're told you have six more months to live, it's quite a shock. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe I want to share two major lessons from, from that experience. Mm -hmm. First of all, a um, very important lesson that I have, that is that I might not have had control mm -hmm. over what happened to me, the circumstance, you know, mm -hmm. the cancer was there and I had to trust in the doctors, in the, in the treatments. I had two surgeries and a year of chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. I had to have the trust um, in them, which I had. But there was one thing that I had control over mm -hmm. and that was my mind, my mindset, how I would respond to the situation. Mm -hmm. That was in my power. Mm -hmm. And I realized it very quickly because the first night in hospital, um, I was laying in bed and um, it was the first time in years that I had been without children or babies as a young mom. Mm -hmm. And I was alone and looking at the ceiling and very, very worried about the children. I think every young mom would be, you know, like children away. And then really quickly, I made a shift and I told myself, okay, Barbara, where the children are now, 
they are in a loving place. They were with my parents and parents in love. Mm -hmm. They are so young. They do not realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. I think they're on a holiday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no need to stress yourself with these thoughts. Mm -hmm. No need to get sad or negative about that situation. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And then I asked myself, okay, what is in my power right now to help myself? And it was to stay positive mm -hmm. and joyful, which might, might seem very, you know, like far off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I knew that that would help my health. It would strengthen me. Mm -hmm. Staying positive would strengthen me. Mm -hmm. So that was a very important first, you know, like realization of the power we have within. Mm -hmm. Whatever circumstance is outside us. Some people, you know, like live in very horrible circumstances. Mm -hmm. Others have more like quiet circumstances in life. But we always have the power. How, how do we deal with the situation? Mm -hmm. First lesson. Second lesson was like, okay, Barbara, if this ends not well for you, if you die in six months, mm -hmm. are you happy with your legacy? Mm. And the answer was no, I was not happy. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, you know, like being faced so acutely with death, mm -hmm. I knew that I have lived the life up to the expectations of others. Yeah. I had lived a life that I thought that a good person would be leading. So most of my choices in life were based, were unconscious and based, you could say, on the programming of culture, society, peers, parents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I made a promise to myself and I said, okay, if you survive this horrible situation, if you survive, I promised myself that I would take the second chance with both hands. And I would leave a legacy which felt fully aligned with who I was. And that was leaving that legacy of kindness is a strength. Kindness is not weakness. And the world needs more kindness. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I've been doing ever since. Of course, it's, you know, like long story short, I am I am always speechless when I hear your story and I know that you know that I know the story yes but yes. what is so powerful about it is who you have became mm -hmm. after the experience which you had it was mm -hmm. such a challenging experience mm -hmm. and look at you now I'm just mm -hmm. one of the people in the hearts you have touched there are, I'm sure, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who you are touching daily with your powerful message. And as I said, I have an honor for you to be mm -hmm. my mentor. You actually launched the mentorship program yes. uh, around this, and I'm a mm -hmm. part of it. And mm -hmm. I would like to share with my audience the, the amazing place that you have created to help all of us to step up and actually become true leaders 
in the in that uh, wings of powerful kindness and i am i'm just thrilled to be a part of it and if you would like to share a little bit about it i would be very very honored if, if someone would decide actually yeah. to join us well i created the mentorship program because i felt there's there was a need mm-hmm. many people in the self development space are still very much about achieving you know, like something outside them. Mm-hmm. It's about, um, you know, like growing your business, growing your following, becoming someone. Um, it's about attracting money, attracting abundance. And what I have seen happening mm-hmm. in my life, as you know, I have studied with um, a lot of, of mentors, spiritual mentors, um, and I have read like hundreds, if not a thousand books. Um, that is that the only place where real change is powerful is within. Mm. We trying to change your circumstances is wasted energy. Mm-hmm. Trying to say, well, I want to have a multi-million dollar business. Um, Maybe one day you can have that. But if you don't embody Mm -hmm. that balance, maturity, and kindness, Mm -hmm. that money will not fill you up, will not fill up um, who you are. Mm -hmm. Whatever title, whatever amount of money, whatever it is that you want, Mm -hmm. you don't need that to be someone. Mm -hmm. You are someone. And in a mentorship program, I really help, you could say, having those profound insights and like an onion peeling, you know, like peeling Mm -hmm. and going to the essence. Mm -hmm. And if we have you know like that balance the yin and yang where our our spirit is fully aligned Mm -hmm. with who we are are we open to spirit Mm -hmm. that's when the magic happens in our lives it's of course we need a direction but we have to be very aware if we set goals Mm -hmm. that many people set goals from a you could say based on their wounds mm-hmm. and conditions. Mm-hmm. It's based on their conditioned perspe- perspective on life. They think they need the title and they need a certain amount of money to be someone, mm-hmm. to be fulfilled. But we all have, we are all born with a seed in our hearts, mm-hmm. with a seed of who of how we can develop. Mm -hmm. And let's say, Catherine, you are born as a rose. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm born as an orchid. And society tells us we all have to become tulips. (laughs) So maybe Mm -hmm. because you believe that, you come to me as a coach and you say, Barbara, I want to become the most beautiful tulip. Well, let's go to the core. Are you born to be a tulip? No, maybe you are a rose. Mm -hmm. And maybe you want to become, let's say, 
you want to become a very successful business owner, but maybe you're just that very creative, you're born as an artist mm -hmm. and running a business, multi-million dollar business is not, you know, like who you are. Maybe you're very artistic, mm -hmm. but in, 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 in getting fully aligned and in allowing creativity mm -hmm. to, to rise up, mm -hmm. you can maybe become with a little patience because people lack a lot of time patience, you can become a very successful artist mm -hmm. and you will be very, you know, like a lot more fulfilled mm -hmm. than if you had forced yourself in the mold to become a multi-million dollar entrepreneur because mm -hmm. you were told by society that that is the way that you become somebody. Mm -hmm. So we each have a seed discovering discovering that full alignment. It took me quite some time to, you know, I like to get out of the closet and tell to people, well, I'm all about love and kindness. I was a construction business owner, remember? <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, people were saying, oh my God. Some people thought I was joining a cult. Oh they my said, God. <laughs> she, joined, she joined the cult. She has gone completely crazy and it took me you know how scary it can be I know. to expose yourself in public and um but fortunately very quickly I was supported by so many people that I was okay and you know like my fated heart who my first videos I was very like okay let's see what's going on here and it's the support of so many I was like, yes, this is my path. This is for me. So each one of us, and maybe you're, you know, like crazy about numbers. And your father said you had to become a lawyer, but you really want to go in. That's, it's just with the mentorship program. We just go inside and we, 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 unfold, we undo from the unnecessary uh, burdens and have this, you could say, spiritual practices to see how you can um really blossom mm -hmm. uh, i never said this in public but i will i will now take a chance <laughs> because you are one of the first people who actually believed in me when i was taking my first steps mm -hmm. and thanks to you and to several more people like you mm -hmm. i started to believe that there are more of us who believe in love when i say love i, I think about high level creative frequency yes yes, yes. Uh, who believe in kindness who believe mm -hmm. in generosity and who can really make a difference yes. and thanks to you i made my first steps toward uh, uh, alignment in my own purpose and mm -hmm. i have to say that my life was never better but not that circumstances around me changed so much Mm -hmm. I've changed. I allowed yes. myself to open my heart. Mm -hmm. I allowed myself to walk on that path, as you say, mm -hmm. the path of powerful kindness, which mm -hmm. is in alignment with who I truly am. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm forever grateful to you. And I want you to know, and, and I said it publicly, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Really, you really you mean a lot to me, a lot, a lot. And I want you to know that. And I know mm -hmm. that you touched so many people along the way. And still, you managed to do all of these things that mm -hmm. you are doing. And you are writing a book. 
mm-hmm. right? Which expects to be <laughs> to be published <laughs> in in the next few, I guess, months, years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, would you like to share a little bit about it? Because I can't wait. I read a yeah. little bit, and I'm honored <laughs> yes. that I did that. But I can't wait to see how that will unfold. Well, um, in everything I do there's one big mission and that's impact and influence. It's, um, you know, my business, it's of course I need an income and I need, you know, like we have three young adults and, um, mm-hmm. and I'm running a thriving business. But my main drive mm-hmm. is to have maximum impact and influence, mm-hmm. have that ripple effect of kindness. Mm-hmm. And I know that a book, can give that that impact and influence. Mm-hmm. So in teaching the world, maybe teaching or rediscovering, make them rediscovering the power of kindness, make them rediscover how unbalanced we are and how we're completely in the male energy and in the mind. Mm-hmm. And we forgot all about, we pushed the female and the heart, like in the little corner in so-called softness, now like sentimentality. We pushed it there, like it's lesser value. And the result is that we live in a world which is ugly, <laughs> which is unbalanced, mm-hmm. which is based so much on grief, greed. Mm-hmm. So um, in bringing, in giving those insights in the book, how in everyday life, because I'm very much a believer of um, practice what you preach mm-hmm. in being a role model. And that's why I say it's, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy because it's easy for me, Catherine, in front of the camera to talk about kindness. Mm-hmm. But when I go to the living room and my son left a mess, how do I do that with powerful kindness? You know, it's about those day-to-day encounters. Mm-hmm. We go to the grocery store. The, grocery, the man of the grocery store is grumpy. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. How we smile. You have a little chat. If he decides to stay grumpy, well, that's his problem. Mm-hmm. So it's those everyday encounters. So in the path of powerful kindness, first of all, it's about the realization, the power we have, Mm -hmm. the difference with the niceness. So the big difference between kindness and niceness. And also that it's a more evolved way of being a human. Mm -hmm. That it's the future for humanity. It's something you could say that humanity is still in its adolescence. You know, a lot of drama, a lot of soul searching, uh, looking for your identity. We're still there. So, but now it's time that we go into adulthood, Mm -hmm. into more being more responsible, Mm -hmm. into being more mature, in having like the bigger perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the intention of the book. I absolutely love it. And it looks like as humans, we have created systems but we didn't pay attention to who we truly are and why Mm -hmm. we are truly here. 
And mm-hmm. if we can help each other to grow in the way that you just described, I believe that's the right way to evolve as human beings with not having what is happening now in the world. And I'm forever grateful that I know someone who is really walking the talk and I know that you are and who is creating so much and touching so many hearts because that is truly your legacy. And I believe it will live. It will live forever. And thank you for that. Thank you. We'll have a little bit of fun now. You know that's yes. like fun. Yeah? <laughs> I will ask yes. you a few burning questions, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. Since you read so much and mm-hmm. uh, you, you presented in public so many books that you have read mm-hmm. and you talked about it, and I, and I saw that people are loving these posts. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share with us? Uh, you have like 10 seconds to answer to me. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> I hear the questions coming. I hear the questions coming. What is your favorite book? That question is almost impossible to answer. But if there's one book Mm -hmm. that I always go back to and reread, it would be The Prophet of Khalil Hibran. And why? This is not, this is not like 10 It's um, very profound insights on love and on living in love mm-hmm. and it's um, written in a very poetic way. You worked 25 years to finish that book and it's only, I think, 80 pages, 100 pages. Um, and it's simple mm-hmm. and very deep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to be able to, to write a book which is simple but so profound is incredible knowing that he it took him 25 years to finish that book but I can just open you know like whenever I feel like I'm not in alignment Mm -hmm. I open and I read like three four pages and I'm like Mm. I'm in another place again wonderful thank you for sharing um if you have any what do you like Mm -hmm. to do at your spare time well, read. <laughs> read mostly. I love question. to read. Yes, I love to read. And what would your advice be, uh, especially to people who are on a, a high-level position leadership places, mm-hmm. when it comes to kindness, or to us, inspirational leader? How we embrace and and really walk, really walk that talk. For leaders, I think the most important thing is whoever mm-hmm. you encounter, mm-hmm. you make them feel like they matter to you. Wow. They matter. This is and so it's as simple as that. It's so deep. Now my heart is <laughs> jumping. <laughs> okay. uh, tell us a little bit where people can find you, how they can reach out to you. Uh, you are, you are uh, launching the mentorship program, but you also do mm-hmm. coaching uh, yes. and you have a lot of other beautiful things. If you would like mm-hmm. to share, please do so. Well, the easiest thing is just to go to my website, which is my name, barbaravercruz.com. Mm-hmm. You can find me on LinkedIn too and connect. I, you know, like I'm quite uh, reachable on LinkedIn too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the two places to really get to know uh, my work. Thank you so much for being my guest. Yes. This was an honor and a pleasure for me, like always. And I really enjoyed it and I hope you did too. Yes, I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>